You are still tuned into Cape Talk with myself, Nala Malloy. Remember, it is the weekend early. The show where you can have no filter and say it just as it is. On the line, we have Jabu. I'm not going to go into who she is because she shall do that introduction. Good morning, Jabu. How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for being on air with us this morning. Jabu, um, could you please, first of all, introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us what you do, where you're from, and just give us your profile. What, what does your CV look like? Okay, great. So I am Jabu Nadine Newman, and I'm a filmmaker and photographer from Cape Town, born and bred. And I was studying at the university, but now I'm focused on my web series called Foxy Five, which is about intersectional feminism, um, as well as focusing on fashion photography. Mm. And um, yeah, I recently just got to speak at the Design in Daba Simulcast Conference, which was amazing. And my cast got to perform and yeah, it was incredible. Oh, that is excellent. So you are the epitome of melanin magic. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to know from you, Jabba, why on earth did you drop your studies and decide to do what you're doing now? It was because of the Fees Must Fall protest, actually. I got so caught up in that and I was learning so much from these women, like black women who were leading the movement and who were teaching me about politics and feminism and gender and patriarchy and ending the systematic oppression more than a university ever had. And I was so inspired that I wrote characters that were based on these leaders and based on these women. And I kind of knew that because of seeing how political the youth was, that this type of content was needed and that we needed to be telling our stories right now. So I wanted to make the Foxy Five almost like a current form of archiving, but a fictional form of archiving of what black women in South Africa are speaking about now, um, post-1994. Which I think that is definitely a hot topic and a topic that's really shoved under the rug pretty often. That conversation, those are conversations we don't have. I actually was stalking a little bit on YouTube and I'm really inspired by the stuff you you do. It's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. So so could you explain, yes, you've said that it's about feminists and the patriarchal society. Could you explain to us exactly what your show is about? So my show basically takes five characters, five women in South Africa, and they kind of um, represent like different different discriminations and different identities within black women. Mm. So it's about your race, your sexuality, your gender, your class. And then bringing all of that together. So these five women, every episode they're dealing with the current issue, whether it's mental illness and the fees must fall protest, whether it's um, sexual harassment and catcalling, whether it was recently um, trans identity. Mm-hmm. So through this, these women kind of take these events and discuss it amongst each other. And each of them kind of represent a, a side that they're arguing for. They're arguing for race they're arguing for um gender and it's like trying to talk about all these identities within black women and how we have to grapple with it and we have to like deal with it and talk to each other and i guess survive through it yeah which which is uh, definitely 100 percent true which i completely agree with but i want to know from you um Jabu, as a woman in south africa what stereotypes are you currently facing what are the issues that you're currently facing as a woman so right now, I'm definitely currently facing um, like discrimination against my ability, especially my physical ability. Me being physical a ability. Okay. Hey? Physical ability. 
Yeah, physical abilities Explain. within um, the film world. So, like, women aren't, they're not considered to be cinematographers or they're not considered to do certain jobs on film sets and on film jobs because they expect a man to do it. The women in film are supposed to do the styling and the makeup. Yes. So, <laughs> It's kind of like, you know... No, as in, yes, I agree, but yes, that is what society expects. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So that's one of the things. And I guess I think it's also having to prove myself, you know, and having to work with not having the same resources that may be more advantaged and more um, privileged people have. So having to tell these stories with no budget at all, with black women who are doing 101 things, whether they're doing university and have a job. Um, and yeah, kind of just showing to the world that like women, black women will thrive even though it doesn't want us to. Yeah, but I, I just want to know from you, um, Javi, you're talking about black women specifically. And I think our listeners are obviously from a spectrum, uh, like a, a, a spectrum of different races. What is yeah. the difference between a white woman and a black woman and their struggles? I think that the difference is that black women have always been at the bottom of like the hierarchy in society and they've always been you, considered to take uh, Jabu, sorry? talking about yeah. the hierarchy of society sorry I'm, I'm i'm cutting your response now but if you could um tell me that hierarchy of society who's at the top and who's at the bottom and can you just give me the order in which you think it comes in like i think the first that one that we are all aware aware of is white male first on top could could you just break it down for me and just so we can understand how you view it sure so basically we live in a um, patriarchy society that is built on white supremacy so that means that white men are right at the top they are the people who this world is built for and then below that is white women because they are kind of seen as like the desirable, they are the most beautiful in society and the most desired in society. Under that is black men. Um, and there is a lot of like new opportunities for black men in South Africa, and that's great, but under that is black women who are only given opportunities to be domestic workers in this world and are not mm-hmm. like put on the same pedestal as everybody else. Do you think it's the fact that we're not given other opportunities or the fact that black women haven't been, haven't thought, I'm not going to say haven't thought as far, but because of obviously I think psychology messes up the way people think and psychology decides how people think and view themselves and view what they should be. Do you not, do you really think that society thinks black women should just be domestic workers? I mean, I think that, like, not literally, but also kind of literally, society teaches us a lot of things. And even through film specifically, society teaches, has taught us what black women are. That was one of the things that I actually spoke about in my Design in Daba presentation, mm-hmm. with the four stereotypes of black women that have affected black women in real life. The stereotypes are slave, maid, um, sex worker, or Jezebel, and angry black woman. Oh, and this comes in... Wow, I completely agree with you. Like, I'm just like, preach, sister. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I took the example of the angry black women and how this has become an intrinsic part of our lived experiences. If we are angry or frustrated or demand respect or fight for our rights, we're told that we are then perpetuating a stereotype as being an angry black woman. Mm. Like, 
black women haven't even been able to have the chance to be angry. And it's like we have so much to say and so much to add to the world. Yeah, 100, I 100% agree with you. But you mentioned um, being at the Design Endeavor, which must have been amazing. Um, can you tell us what work you showed there? So I kind of spoke about the Foxy Five and where it started and then um, spoke about my influences and how I was influenced by the very things that I wanted to change. So talking about the fact that I was trying to write a web series about black women but had no references in film that were representing the people I was talking about. So I had to take stereotypes and misrepresentation and lack thereof and see what was missing and create my own archetypes and my own types of characters. And I was talking about how like the things that you want to change should be the inspiration and should be where your work is. I specifically said that like the best form of criticism is creating an alternative to what you're criticizing. Yeah. And then the Foxy Five did a performance and it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I'm so proud of you, Javu. Um, but also, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm from Johannesburg. And I've reached, recent, well, not recently moved to Cape Town. I've been to Cape Town, been in Cape Town for a while now. And I must say my biggest struggle is the fact that I don't see enough successful black women. It drives me up the wall. Like, where are they? Mm. Where are they? But um, talking of going back to the design and double, what was your favorite work that you saw there? I was definitely inspired by um, a woman called Nelly. Mm -hmm. I can't remember her surname, but she was also very much a feminist. And she was talking about how we could um, bring about like scientific experiments and scientific experiences to like real people who could experience it like themselves. Mm -hmm. So she created things like a chair that Um, you could sit in and it would make you feel like you're in a spaceship going into space. But she was also so adamant about working with women. And that was really awesome because she was showing us tons of um, scientists and female scientists from NASA, which was really awesome because I just watched Hidden Figures. I was like, yes. Oh, that is lovely. I'm so glad you enjoyed it, Jawa, and you're um, getting some inspiration from other women out there. Um, Can you just tell these women to start coming out? Because I'm not seeing enough of them. I I feel like Joburg is one place where you see more successful black women. But then again, I think it's also, even though you see these women, sometimes you're not sure. Is Are you working for your money? Do you have a blesser? Which way is it? Which is which is really really sad. But also then again, going back to Foxy Five, which I'm really really interested in. How's the reception been like um, from your series? The reception has been awesome. I think that like women have really responded to it because they have experienced the exact same things. Mm. Everything that we talk about or put in the series has been experienced by either me or one of the women on our team. And our team is completely women, from the cinematographer to the editor to the um, cast. Um, So I think that that makes it very much more relatable to the audience. It's coming from a female gaze. It's It's a series that's made by women women by women so yeah it's been awesome and and thank you for breaking that stereotype because a whole lot of people think that women can't work together and what you're doing shows that actually they're so wrong yeah honestly (laughs) the support that black women have for each other right now and the love it's it's actually gonna bring us forward and the foxy five would not be anywhere without black women and without the support that we have for each other so we need to push that more Oh, that's lovely. Um, but talking again about the Foxy Five, 
where do you hope to see it in the near near future and what are you hoping to achieve with it honestly i'm hoping to reach more women and i'm especially hoping to reach the young black girl child who doesn't have the internet but has sabc so my big thing is getting a series that they can watch on tv and is and that they can understand that they can understand feminism without having to go to university or without having to academically understand it and see that power in themselves. So I'm really trying to get it to a bigger audience and our main audience is the young black girl. Oh, I love that. And and Jeff, we're talking about all the things that you're doing. I think the one question that many people want to ask is, where did you start? How did you start? Because when someone has a great idea, the first thing they say is, oh, I don't have finances or I don't have mm-hmm. enough support. Where did you start? So honestly, I first started writing it down and taking the time to really conceptualize it and like have a good proposal. Then I messaged women and the black women <laughs> that, I, um, that I knew and that I actually had written the characters for. And once I had a few meetings at my house, a few workshops, I had a team that was on board. And I think that it's really important to find people who believe in the same things that you believe in and believe in working together to create it. Because, yeah, anything is possible when we work together. Like, we are working on a no budget. We have sold our clothes to, like, fund the Foxy Five, and we have done the most. So, yeah. Oh, lovely. But, Jabba, you also mentioned that you, um, you dropped out of UCT. Is that correct? Yeah. And would you consider going back? I definitely would consider going back in the future. I definitely want to carry on studying and I want to really focus on like harnessing my craft in writing and filmmaking. Um, But right now there's a lot going on for me and there's a lot of opportunities that I want to take right now. Um, But I'm going to find time when I'm just going to take a year to just focus on studying and learning more. Mm. And and what do you think about when it comes to weighing up the options? A lot of people feel like studying could be a waste of their time and they should rather just go straight into the working world and go do the most. What do you think about that? Because, I mean, you were a student and now you're in the working world and you, you're slaying. What would, what would, <laughs> yeah, you're slaying. What would your advice be? Because, I mean, I don't think everyone could be as lucky as you. Yeah, I think that it's a really, really difficult decision because, University is so expensive, and I don't think that it's ever worth going into that debt unless you know exactly what you want to do and unless you know that that is the only way to do it. Mm. Of course, having a degree really helps, but it's also about the people that you know, the connections that you make, um, the, the experience that you have. And I think that if you do have the option and the privilege to go to university, do it, completely do it. But I also don't want people to discourage who can't afford it because you can make it without it. Mm. But do you not think that's what the fees must fall protests are about? The fact that exactly. education shouldn't really be a privilege. It should exactly. be a right, as the Constitution says. That's what exactly. it, basic education should be a right. In basic education, there's nowhere where it says basic education is too much. So, exactly. So do you not think you saying that it's a kind of a far, a far reach could be a bit contradictory to what the march is about? I think that, I mean, I completely support the Fees Must Fall protest, and I think that the whole education system in South Africa needs to change, and it needs to be more accessible to everybody, because right now it is only accessible to the elite, and like 90% of South Africa don't get that option. So 
Yeah, that's why I'm saying as important as it is to go to university, we also need to work on changing the university so that it's not so hard to get into. And I think that that was also a big thing of why I couldn't really get myself to go back. If I had to go back, I would have had debts right now. I would have had to have taken out a loan. And I'm rather wanting to work until I can afford it or hopefully change things. Mm. But do you not think it's so hard that once, once you start working, the chances of you going back just make it that much harder? Yes, definitely. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Jabu. Jabu, um, before I say goodbye to you, can you tell our audience how they can get watch your um, Foxy 5 and how they can get a hold of you? Okay, great. So the Foxy 5 is on YouTube and it's the Foxy 5 TV and it's all there. And if you have any questions or any queries or you just want to say thank you or holla back... We have a Gmail, which is the foxy 5 tv at gmail.com. So email us anytime if you want to know anything or, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jabba. I really appreciate it. Have a lovely thank evening. You. And, yeah, thank you for producing the stuff that you produce. South Africa needs that. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> have a lovely evening. Bye.